1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Rangers' unbeaten run comes to an end after crashing out of the Betfred Cup to St Mirren. Jim Goodwin says the win will be a massive boost for them as they set up a semi-final with Livingston and Lubor Moravchik is confident Celtic are about to hit top form once again. I'm Andrew McLean and while Gordon Duncan is off adjusting to life as a new dad, I've got to look after these two children in the studio tonight. It's Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. We'll try and be as well behaved as we can possibly be Andrew but no shortage of total points tonight obviously starting with that result last night that no one could have predicted St Mirren 3 Rangers 2 like you say the end of the unbeaten run comes to an end and three days out from the Scottish Cup final you know lots of total points in that which team will be selected is it the the tried and trusted who's delivered trophy after trophy or is it the younger fresher blood fresher legs that have had success over the last two games plenty to chat about yeah, a lot to talk about tonight in the show, Andrew, especially after last night. Uh, first and foremost, I think we've got to congratulate St Mirren. The talk will all be about Rangers, obviously losing this unbeaten run. They were in good shape to win the League Cup, you've got to say. I think they missed a trick here, and I think a lot of Rangers fans will look at it. Uh, either, you know, it's all about the league, or we did miss a trick. And also... Congratulations to Livingston I thought Terrific result Against Ross County Gets him into the semi-final And a big talking point uh, Leading up to the weekend Scottish Cup uh, Can Celtic beat Hearts? Plenty to get our teeth into So give us a call 01419511025 Rangers fans What are your thoughts On that defeat last night St Mirren fans You must be absolutely Delighted with, with what you saw From your team Celtic fans What are you thinking Ahead of the Scottish Cup final Make sure to give us a call 01419511025 Or you can send us a tweet At Clyde SSB Of course there is only One place to start St Mirren beating Rangers 3-2 last night In the Betfred Cup Quarter finals Connor Goldson Giving Rangers an early lead Jamie McGrath levelling from the spot before putting the buddies ahead it looked as if Stephen Davis's late goal would send it to extra time but Conor McCarthy's injury time strike inflicted Rangers first defeat of the season Mark what did you make of the game? Well when Conor Goldson scored um, you just saw that was running a mill Rangers uh, here we go again same old story same old goal scorer if it isn't James Tavernier these days it's Conor Goldson so I'm looking at it going well it's just going to go from A to B to C, it'll be 3 or 4 nil. So, uh, I was surprised when St Mirren called their way back into it, you know, uh, tucked away the penalty fairly well. And it's the first time I've seen Rangers really kind of scramble uh, defensively, you know, looked panicked at some points, you know, gave away needless possession. The goals they conceded, I thought, were incredibly poor. Uh, I think Stephen Gerrard alluded to that as well. Um, defensively and uh, for a season where they've looked so tight and their goalkeeper has been in top form I thought there was question marks for the first time last night so really unexpected um, but like Daz said at the start of the show there credit to St Mirren because I read your tweet Andrew um, yesterday when the game kicked off you alluded to Jim Goodwin's instructions about keep the ball away from the right hand side of the park people may think that that's a simple instruction teams may have tried it before but St Mirren managed it uh, and did it effectively last night And they got a positive result So you've got to say They've done their homework The new Rangers strengths They tried to cut it off And they got a positive result So well done to them 
I mean, St Mirren were on a, a good run of form coming into mm. this game, Gordon, but I don't think anyone really expected that, that they would put Rangers away. I think Jim Goodwin did. Uh, I was listening to his interview, and I know it's very easy to say before a game, but he said, look, we're in good form. We know we have to be at our best. Tactically, you had to get it right, and you've got to say you got it right. On the night, when you're playing against a team in form as much as Rangers are, you've got to get a bit of luck. They got a bit of luck because I think when it went to each, Andrew, uh, it could have been easy for St Mirren players just to put their heads down thinking, oh, well, we've got another 30 minutes of this. Rangers are going to come at us. Look at the attacking threat they've got in their pitch, on the pitch just now. I thought it would have been the end of St Mirren. But all credit to them. Courage. They were brave. They went up the pitch. Determination. And they got what they deserved. And I've got to say, well done to them in a semi-final. Great opportunity uh, for... You know, you look at this League Cup semi-final now and probably everybody's saying that Hibs are probably the favourites but Livingston, great for them. St Mirren last night showed they're their a test for MD and obviously St Johnston. So it's anybody's cup now. How big a blow is that for Rangers? A huge. I, I think Rangers fans, and rightly so before last night's game, would have been looking at this season going, we are odds on for a treble here because they looked invincible. They did. A lot of Rangers fans and even some pundits alluded to the fact that Rangers had the credentials to be invincibles this year. Um, but to fall at the first hurdle is incredibly disappointing. Um, you know, I'm guessing some Rangers fans will be thinking, oh, here we go again. Is it, do we collapse from now on in? Some will be, oh, well, it doesn't matter as long as we get the league. But it is damaging because Steven Gerrard is still desperate for that piece of silverware. And that was some opportunity that's been passed up. Well, Stephen Gerrard says he's taking full blame for their defeat last night. Of course, going down 3-2 to St Mirren, their first defeat of the season. The Ibrooks boss says they'll need to pick themselves up quickly. I'm sure when we when we analyse the game, um, there's, there's, there's a lot of things that we need to discuss and uh, improve on, of course. But in terms of the responsibility of the results, that's, that lies with me. I, I'll take that one because the players have been absolutely magnificent from the, the first day of pre-season. And um, I don't think it's fair to point any fingers uh, or criticise anyone. So I picked this squad, this team, the tactics, the people who come started, the people who come into the game. So um, the responsibility of the results um, should go go for me. I think it's extremely important how we react from this. Um, you've got two choices. You either let it linger, you feel sorry for yourself, or you react in the right way, you stand up and be counted. Um, we'll take the criticism, we'll take what's coming our way. It's, it'll be new because we've been on such a fantastic run. Um, so I'll be looking around the, the group to see who's, who's wanting to react in the right way and positive. We need to bounce back at the weekend. Yeah, it's a manager that's sticking up for his players there, Andrew. Wasn't surprised they come out. These players have been magnificent for him. Uh, you can tell that he is disappointed because you're looking at this Bedford Cup and you're thinking... There's no Celtic, there's no Aberdeen there, you're away to St Mirren. Yeah, St Mirren a good running for them, but you're expected to win that. You're looking at the other three in the draw. Rangers would have been odds-on favourites at Hamden to go get to the final and probably go and win the cup. I think it's a massive blow for Rangers. And as much as people can say, Rangers fans, some of them will admit it as a massive blow because the cup was there for them. There's no doubt the way they were playing with the squad they've got, the cup was there for them. But the fact that Rangers fans might just say, well, hold on a minute, it's a one-off, one we've lost the cup, it's all about the league now. Depends how you take it. Does that make it even worse for Rangers, Mark? The fact that 
you know, Celtic are already out of the competition. Aberdeen are out of the competition. It was a glorious opportunity for Rangers. They really would have fancied their chances yet. Let it slip away. Hundred percent. I mean, if you are, if you're talking about a Rangers team who have won the odd trophy in, in years gone by, then you you maybe go with what Daz is saying there. Look, it's only the League Cup. We've got the league and maybe the Scottish Cup further down the line, and we'll do the double, and it's no big deal. But when you're Rangers and you've went through this period and not winning any silverware for so long, you see the start that Celtic have had. Celtic getting put out, Aberdeen getting put out, a couple of the front runners away already. You must have been looking at this going This is a cert that we're going to finally get a bit of silverware And for Steven Gerrard Who's been there a long time now Who has failed to go over the line For a long time now And all the improvements that Rangers have made And let's make no mistake They've been excellent this season up until now Silverware still eludes them And that, they might well go on and prove it wrong um, Come the turn of the year But these are the opportunities I think you need to take When the competition looks easy You need to be switched on And on the ball at all times And that's why Celtics Invincibles And treble treble And could be quadruple treble winners Were so special They didn't switch off In games like this They had challenges like this And they go over the line Time and again This Rangers team Have failed to do it Last night And like I say They might go on and prove us wrong At the end of the season But it's no doubt It's a huge blow for them last night well, I'm delighted to say we're joined on the line by St Mirren boss Jim Goodwin. Jim, how are you? Andrew, how are you doing? You okay? Aye, not too bad, thank you. Congratulations on last night. You've had a bit of time for it to, to settle in. How do you reflect on the game now? Yeah, thank you. Um, well, listen, it's been, a, it's been a really busy day, as you can imagine. Um, you know, with the game being a Wednesday night, there's not a, a great deal of time to recover and, um, and to then try and get prepared for what's a big game for us on Saturday against St Johnston. So we had the boys in for a, a light recovery today, the guys who played, the other guys uh, trained for an hour. And um, yeah, as much as we want to try and enjoy the moment of last night, like I said, you've not very uh, long before you start focusing on the next one, to be honest. You'd been on a great run leading into the game. Did that give you a bit of quiet confidence that you could have got something out of the game? Well, we always believed, uh, you know, before the game, and uh, you know, I've, I've never ever went into any game um, as a player or a manager um, expecting to lose it. I, I genuinely do always feel that you've got a chance. Um, now, you know, I have to say we did need Rangers to have a, a below par performance. There's no getting away from that. If Rangers reach the levels that they were capable of, then of course it's going to be a, a difficult night. But uh, I don't think we allowed. Rangers to play as well as what they have done um, up to now and, and you know that credit needs to go to my own players for their work rate their commitment their effort and um, you know I, I said to them in the team talk before the game you know we're huge underdogs and, and the great thing about that is the, there's no expectation on us to, to do well so that therefore there's no pressure so just to try and go out and enjoy the, the game and uh, and play the, the way that they have been playing in the previous nine games so yeah, I mean, that's us unbeaten now in 10, which is a, a great achievement for the group. But, um, you know, hopefully we can we can carry that on uh, and there's no reason why it needs to stop now. What did you make of the, the attitude and the mentality of your players? Because you concede that early goal, they managed to bounce back and go ahead and then that late goal from Stephen Davis really could have been a sucker punch. But, you know, two minutes later, you find yourselves ahead again. Well, you know, character is... Uh, something that I've never questioned of the group you know and I um, you know was really it was a big part of the the profile of the player that I tried to get in the summer when I was doing my recruitment and I think you 
you look at the likes of Joe Shaughnessy and Marcus Fraser, Richard Tace, um, you know, Jack Anik, those kind of guys in particular who have got good experience but are really big, strong characters in the dressing room for me. Um, you know, added to that, you've got Sam Foley and, um, and one or two others. So, you know, these guys can manage the dressing room for you. I knew uh, if things got tough that they would stand up and be counted and they certainly did last night. Um, you know, obviously before the game, as the lads in the studio, they will tell you when you're playing against either side of the old firm, um, the first 15, 20 minutes are vital uh, and that you don't concede and that you stay in the game. And, um, you know, to concede as early on as what we did was extremely disappointing because the game hadn't even got going yet. Um, but yeah, testament to the players for not allowing the heads to go down and, you know, they stuck to the game plan and found a way to get back in it. After putting out Aberdeen and then Rangers last night, you you must have a lot of confidence going into the semi-finals that you know this is a real opportunity for for you and your players to grasp. Well, yeah, I do, um, and you know as I said that uh, after the game, you know it didn't really matter who we got in the next round, um, you know, and I think every other manager out there, I think you know David Martindale, Jack Ross, and Callum Davidson will all be thinking the exact same way as. I am, that we've got a real chance now to go all the way. But we know how difficult it's going to be. We've got Livingston in the semi-final in January. Um, you know, We've beaten Livingston twice already in the league, albeit they've been very, very close games. Um, but it's going to be difficult. There's no doubt about it. But, yeah, I mean, we've knocked out two big, big teams in Aberdeen and Rangers. Uh, we've got nothing to fear. We um, We need to be optimistic. We need to be positive and we need to believe that we're capable of doing it. It's maybe taken a bit of time for St Mirren to, to click this season but over the last few weeks it seems to have really sparked into life what can you put that down to? Well I mean we had a, a relatively good start to the season uh, in terms of results and um, you know the, the new players were settling in really well and then one or two things started to go against us uh, you know we got a couple of suspensions to key players uh, when you've got a small tight knit group you can't afford to lose uh, key players and um, and obviously you know, the whole COVID thing has been well documented and I don't want to bore people with that uh, situation again. But, you know, they are, in my opinion, genuine reasons for why we went on that kind of poor run of form. And um, it's no coincidence now that we're 10 games unbeaten um, after coming through that period. I've now got a fully fit and healthy group of players to choose from. Um, and that makes all the difference you know prior to us going into that mini lockdown that we had to try and get the, the virus out of the building we travelled to Pataudry to play Aberdeen with, with 15 fit players so we had uh, you know 13 outfield players and two goalkeepers and that was as difficult a time as I can remember but right now I've got 21, 22 players to choose from and things couldn't be any better to be honest Jim, just just a quick question uh, I was, I'm desperate to ask you that you're in management now you know the game is very, very hard did you learn anything from Wilson from those days of nipping up the pub <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon and watch the football? <laughs> did he, did uh, he pass any advice on to you? Hey, listen, how are you doing, Gordon and Mark? But uh, I, I tell you, Willow will tell you, uh, one thing I did learn from him is he's absolutely hopeless at pub quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, Joe, not at all. How, how, bad, how bad were we at that, by the way? Ah, we're awful. Uh, we cheated the bingo, a few times. The bingo was always a good crack, wasn't it? The bingo. Hey, how honest Jim is. Jim won the, the bingo one time at the pub <laughs> and he split it between me, me and another guy that was always Honest guy. With a free night. Ah, yeah. free night. What a night it was. Well, I'll tell you what, you keep your job because we don't want your tracksuit turning up in a charity shop and we'll have to pay for it. <laughs> I couldn't believe they were wanting four quid for it. <laughs> 
Well thank you very much Jim I'll let you, let you go And enjoy the rest of your night Pleasure guys All the best Take care man Jim Thanks Jim Jim Goodwin St Mirren manager They are fresh off their win Against Rangers last night And, and Mark it is a real big opportunity for, well, I say St Mirren, but for, for all four of those sides now in the semi-finals. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, when you see the big, the so-called big sides, you know, you know Aberdeen uh, a couple of weeks back, and then Celtic, and and Candy Halliday was in here, and he said when they went out as well, he, he kicking himself when Celtic went out and said that was a real opportunity for us. But Rangers going out, it's a real big one because they did. Let's be honest, they did look invincible. They did look like no one could lay a govern them, and that's why you've got to give huge credit. To Jim and St Mirren for last night For getting the tactics spot on And he's right I mean Rangers did play below par But you still got to capitalise on that You know Rangers can play below par And still scrape a draw But St Mirren You mentioned that Andrew Were brave enough To go and have a go at them And the boy Jamie McGrath Who's in great goal scoring form just now You know Took his second goal Incredibly well Slotted away the penalty Brilliantly But in the 90th minute When you think We'll take the draw We'll sit in We'll, we'll see what happens they went for it And they deserved everything they got Every manager will fancy their chances Of lifting this cup um, You look at Jim And We can all You know Get on very well with Jim Goodwin He's a, he's a terrific guy I would love nothing better For St Mirren to go and do it Do you know why? Because they've, they've done it the hard way You know As you said Aberdeen A Rangers that Nobody gave them any chance Apart from Obviously that dressing room They had a bit of self-belief So They get Livingston Who are banging for him uh, you've got to say Livingston and great form But that is the most open semi-final of a cup you'll see And I think the four managers will fancy their chances of lifting that trophy Well Rangers fans, St Mirren fans We want to hear from you What are your thoughts on the game last night 01419511025 Give us a call and we could be speaking to you After the travel with Stephen You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson here with me Andrew McLean in the second part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard looking back on St Mirren's 3-2 win over Rangers last night to put them into the semi-finals of the Betfred Cup just spoken to St Mirren boss Jim Goodwin and we want to hear from you as well 01419511025 or send us a tweet at Clyde SSB we'll get straight back to the phones Brian is a Rangers fan in Bishop Briggs Brian what did you make of the game last night? Hey guys, how you doing? Um, I just like I just like to uh, firstly start by congratulating Gordon Duncan, the birth of his new baby. Um, I hope everyone's well, and uh, Gordon Dale as well. It's nice to see you back as well. I hope everything's going well. Oh, Brian, that's very um, nice. Here. I, I I was just uh, phoning just to kind of say that I think that there is absolutely no need for panic here. I mean, I, I think I think last night St Mirren just simply turned up and they were up for it more than what we were. I I mean. We need to get things into perspective as well. We were going to lose a game eventually. And no matter what competition it was in, if it was in the Cup, if it was in the League, if it was in the Europa League, it would have been catastrophic for for, for Rangers fans. So I think that we need to just kind of rally together. And Saturday will show what the team is made of. And I think that Tavernier especially, if he is the captain that he's proven to be this season, he needs to, he needs to rally around and he needs to get the boys together. And I think that Saturday... Will be a true test of uh, character. Just wondering what the panel spots were on that. Brian, that would worry me when you just said there that St Mirren were up for it more than Rangers were. That would concern me if I was either a Ranger on the coaching staff or if I was a Rangers fan. Because uh, surely you can't accept St Mirren being up for it more than Rangers when Rangers haven't had a trophy for so long. 
They looked at the draw They have seen Celtic and Aberdeen fall And even Hearts fall You must have thought this is a chance Surely you've got to be up for Knockout competition games As much as a, a league campaign 100% I, t- I totally agree in that uh, perspective Because I mean even me last night I was already I was already planning out Like what day the final was on And what I was going to go up to that day And obviously like clearing my schedule So I could watch the final I mean I I think that was I think that was one of the main problems last night within that team. I think they've became too like overconfident, and when it went to two each, I think I was the same as every other Rangers fan. I thought like there's no way we're going to lose this now. Like that's mm-hmm. it. Like it's going to go extra time. We're going to see this out. But I think as well, um, there's a few there's a few things I would have done different. Uh, with Stephen Gerrard. I mean, like what, Brian? Like what? I, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have started Calvin Bassey for a start. With the, I would have brought Barisic in, and I also would have started. With the four, and also with the started with Stephen Davis as well. I think that um, right, right, Brian. We'll we'll answer any questions for you, right? So because you, you, you've got a few there, you you asked opinion. You wouldn't start with Bassey now. I think the reason you're saying that is because the lad gave away the penalty kick. Everybody's been talking about Bassey's deserved his opportunity. I don't think it was a risk starting with Bassey at all. I really don't. At one nil, you probably wouldn't have been saying, "Well, we shouldn't have started with Bassey." Eating up front Now Defoe to me I would always play Defoe if Morelis wasn't there Because He's just a natural goal scorer And if Centre halves are playing against Defoe They're just worried all the time Because they've got to concentrate Concentrate The minute they take their eye off Defoe He makes a movement And the ball's in the back of net But to be fair to Stephen Gerrard And Rangers fans on here uh, The other night there And Tuesday when I was on with Roger Crying out for Eaton to get his opportunity because the boy was brilliant last Thursday. Um, I don't think it was down to team selection, Brian. I think Rangers had enough on that pitch if they played it top for him to go and win it. And I do agree with you. 2 2. I'm thinking, right, this is going into extra time. And I'm sorry, I don't see any chance that St. Bernard got to get through to the semi final here. I think Rangers got to win it. But all credit, and we said that to Jim Goodwin, all credit to him and his players. They had to believe and they had the strength to go and win the game. Now, you say that, oh, we had to lose a game sometime. I just, as much as I don't think there's panic, I think there's disappointment. And I do, honestly do believe that Rangers have missed a massive trick here in this cup. It's all about how Rangers bounce back from this now, Mark, because we've seen in the last couple of seasons after the winter break where Rangers have faltered and it has really affected them. If Rangers do falter on Saturday, that's when Rangers fans will really start to worry. But if they get back to winning ways and and look how they've looked previously this season, then you think some people might just forget about that. I suppose so. I I do still think there'll be Rangers fans out there for for a a few weeks thinking, yeah, it's a huge opportunity loss to get silverware and a potential treble. I think that that would have been the aim uh, a lot of Rangers fans seeing how well they were playing. Um, yeah, I think they've I think they've got a decent one on Saturday when they're at home to Motherwell. No disrespect to Motherwell, but if they were going to wait for Park, it's a different kind of kettle of fish, maybe. But a home game, if they go ahead uh, and you know show the type type of form that they've been shown in previous weeks, then they should win the game. But you just wonder how how teams react mentally to defeats. I, like I've been there in dressing rooms, good players. You're on great runs And one defeat can mobile you I don't know if it'll happen With this Rangers team We'll find it on Saturday But I mean If you're Stephen Robinson And Motherwell You're you're taking St Mirren's blueprint Almost surely And saying 
Right let's work off that And see what we We can get out the game So it'll be a tough one But This is where they've got to show their steel Just before Christmas Always around Christmas time In January Is the most crucial time In any season If Rangers can manage that Then they'll be fine Brian is that something that, that worries you Or are you confident That Rangers will get back To the to the form that they were in Before the game No, I mean Just what Mark said there uh, I totally agree that Saturday Is the first stepping stone To show the character Of the team um, as we all know um, Last season It was horrendous After the winter break And stuff um, But I just think It's it's a bit different This season Due to the The points gap now, Albeit Celtic Have games in hand I'm aware of that But I just think It's totally different This season I think that There is definitely No need to kind of Panic as of yet However I do think that If there's any points Dropped From now To the old firm There could potentially Be a title race on If Celtic If Celtic kind of like rally around as well. Um, that's 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 my personal opinion. Not panicking as of yet, but we'll see what Saturday brings. Well, thank you to Brian and Bishop Briggs. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. If you want to get involved on the phones, Gordon, it was interesting watching the way Saint Mirren played last night because I, I was at the game covering it for Super Scoreboard, and every single time Leon Balogun or Calvin Bassey got on the ball when Rangers were passing the ball around the back, you could hear Jim Goodwin urging. John Obika to keep the ball on that Rangers left-hand side. He didn't want the ball going towards Two Connor Goldson. He didn't want it going towards James Tavernier. And this is what happens when teams are playing well. Teams like Samirin will... They'll start to figure out how to play against Rangers. And it's now Rangers' challenge to to try and alter that so that they can, you know, face these challenges. Yeah, that, and that's what's going to happen. Mark's right. Uh, there'll be a lot of managers sitting there watching that game last night thinking, right, OK... Um, Jim, you're right Jim actually allowed Balogun and Bassey On the left left hand side To be the three guys to get the ball Didn't want Golson on Because Golson is a terrific passer of the ball He's a brilliant passer of the ball And he can come forward He's very confident He also limited Tavernier's space uh, Was it Mason? Uh, Brandon Mason, yeah Mason, that played on the left hand side What a terrific job he'd done for St Mirren So Jim then in there with a tactical plan and it literally worked for him. Now, on another day, as much as a lot of managers have went in a, well, a plan against Rangers, sometimes if Rangers are on their game, it doesn't matter what your plan is. They're just too good. Then they'll open you up and they'll score goals and whatever. But I just thought tactically last night, you look at Tavernier, probably, you know, in all the games we've watched him play, the amount of balls that he never put into the box last night, it wasn't the same Tavernier ball after ball after ball. And that's all credit to St Mirren. And when the ball did come to Balogun and, and Bassey, they weren't opening up with the great passes that Golson can fire through. So tactically, I thought that St Mirren got it really well last night. The great thing what they done was, when they went 1-0 down, they didn't panic. Because if they lose the second one, the game's finished. The tie's over, Rangers are through. They didn't panic, they kept to their game plan. And they worked their way slowly back into the game. And then they get back in with the penalty kick. And as I say, even at the end, when Rangers went 2-2, I think everybody thought, and deep down inside, St Mirren players probably thinking, well, is that a chance blown? But all credit to them, they got the goal that uh, got them through. 01419511025 Alex is a St Mirren fan in Cardonald Alex you must be delighted tonight yeah, Absolutely delighted um, Evening gents as uh, Gordon's already said there I think the mentality you said it yourself Andrew the mentality of the St Mirren team last night was completely different if it's uh, normally the old firm scoring the last minute 
uh, either score again to beat us or if we go to extra time. Uh, but I think the biggest downfall last night for Rangers was Stephen Gerrard's lack of respect for St. Bernard's team selection. And I think that started when um, they never appealed in Marellis' ban. I think they looked at the two games and thought Motherwell potentially, definitely St. Bernard will be a walkover. And then leaving out Davis, Hadji, Barisic and Defoe. So I, I think the downfall came from that, that lack of respect. And, and the players in St. Bernard done the, the, the fans proud. But... Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely delighted. Um, absolutely delighted. And, you know, the biggest thing I think I would say as well uh, to the two guys is how much did they think that the pre-match injury to Andrew Dallas affected Rangers' chances of winning? No, I think that's a bit unfair, Alec. But I'll answer your question. And I don't think for one minute that Stephen Gerrard was disrespectful to St. Man. You're talking about three or four changes there, right? Stephen Gerrard goes, out, uh, goes into Europe on a Thursday night and then on a Sunday he uh, goes in and makes five, six changes at times. And it doesn't affect Rangers. And it's not disrespecting any team because they'd normally go and win games. So you can't just look at this last night because the replacements he brought in are good enough. Every, the, the lad Eaton last Thursday was absolutely brilliant. Scored a goal as well. And Rangers fans were crying out for him. So it was a toss-up between him and Defoe. Bassi's come in before for Barisic and it's never been a problem. You know, the middle of the park, Aribo was in there, Arfield was in there, Zungu was in there. So, I'm sorry, I'm not going along the lines of Stephen Gerrard disrespect to St Mirren. No, he didn't. I just think the congratulations go to St Mirren because on the night, they got what they deserved out of the game. Alex, I think uh, you need to give your own team credit because I think when you look at that Rangers team, Daz is right, even in Europe, I think Steven Gerrard has, has made probably more changes or more significant changes. We've seen last week, you know, Patterson playing um, McLaughlin and goals and that. But, I mean, the pre- they went pretty much as full... Well, uh, here or there, you know, Bassey and Heather Barisic and things like that. But still quality team. It's just your team managed the game better than Rangers did and played better. So, all credit to St Mirren. I uh, definitely with the attitude. I mean, I'm not decrying it for a second what our guy's done. Um, I, I think they probably looked at it as well and thought it's not the biggest uh, or the most strength team Rangers uh, team that they're up against. And, and you know, definitely come back to that last five minutes, as Gordon said. The single biggest difference in that St. Mum team last night was a never say die attitude and a belief that they could still win that game. Getting into the game, a goal down. Um, sorry, getting out second half, coming out level, and then uh, getting ahead. The finish was, uh, was brilliant. But my point with the referee would be, you know, a Harren. That's a tackle that could have been ascending off with a few other referees and we'd have been down to 10 men chasing a game. Kent getting fouled outside the box. Some referees might have gave a penalty for that. So that that's where the difference is for me as well, that having that neutral referee means it's just 11 against 11 in the park. Daz will not slag his no, pal, hey, no, do you, will no, you? No, I just, I don't buy that, honestly, Alec. You've come on here and you should be on here praising your side without letting yourself down or having a dig at referees and... You know, the fact that it wouldn't have been a free kick. We don't know what other referee, what decision he would have been made, uh, he'd make. Me personally, if I was a St Man fan, I wouldn't be caring about referees. I'd be on here shouting from the heavens about how good my team was. Semi-final, we can go and win the cup. We can go and bring good times back. So I think you're being disrespectful to Steven Gerrard and to the referees. But congratulations on your team to get to semi-final. What's up with your mate anyway? Do you get the point? Yeah. I don't What's know. I need, I need to have a chat. I need to go down and see him. I'm a bit concerned about him. He's not been in touch. <laughs> <laughs>
Well thank you to Alex in Cardonald 01419511025 If you want to get in touch Of course plenty of football left to talk about But here's something really important That we want to talk about first Cash for Kids Mission Christmas Christmas every year should be a time for families and celebration. Unfortunately for thousands of children across Glasgow and the West, it's just another day, especially after the hard year it's been. We want to make Christmas Day a different day for these kids. Different means having money in the meter, a hot meal, maybe a small gift. You can make this happen by supporting Clyde One's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas this year with JD and Pierce. We can't always make a magical day, but with your help, we can make a different day for thousands of kids. If you want to ensure your donation helps a child in Glasgow and the West this Christmas please help Cash for Kids to donate whatever you can go to Clyde1.com and click on appeal 0141-951-1025 this is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard probably remember to Fade some of the mics down for the next ad break. That would be good. Still getting to watch oh, stuff here. Leave oh, well. them on, mate. Just I you. think we should do a full show where we just leave yeah. the mics. Thank God that didn't pick up what we were saying. Oh, we, God, oh we're having some conversations. Sort of Mary Nightingale, <laughs> one in news, <laughs> TV news. If it picked up your chat that you normally have in the office, I think we'd be taken off air for good. So. Oh, we certainly would be. So that's quite. If you want to give us a call Jimmy is a Rangers fan in Mary Hill Jimmy, what did you make of the game last night? Do you know I I, I just thought um, Gerard a team obviously thought was capable of winning the game um, and Batsy's done well at left back but he didn't perform on the night and I think he did maybe underestimate it a wee bit because uh, if it was a different competition, if it was a big league game, we'd have started with the likes of Barisic and such like. But my point is, basically, listening to the panel, I've heard the word panic a few times, and I can't believe a team's just went 27 games unbeaten. You know, they've lost a hard away game, credit to St Mirren, in a, a horrible night, and they're going about the big trophy, chance being lost. I don't really see it that way, because see, at the end of the season, if Gerard was only to win the Betfred Cup, say if some miracle happens and Celtic string around together and come back and uh, win the league and win the Scottish Cup and Gerard wins the Betfred Cup nobody's going to care I mean one trophy and it'll be the Betfred Cup doesn't he get into Europe it's no to me it's a Mickey Mouse Cup and I'm honestly no bother I'd rather have the three points against the United on Saturday than, uh, than that game last night and that's my point I honestly don't think if Gerard was to win that and that was all he was to win at the end of the season anybody would care less it would still be seen as a total failure Jimmy, you're, you're saying it's a, a Mickey Mouse Cup, but surely you wouldn't be saying that if, if Rangers got to the final and won it. No, I would enjoy that. It'd be part of the treble, but it's the least cup out of the three. And Rangers kind of focus this season's a league. And I would rather, you know, see when the, the semi-finals are at the end of February. Rangers are going through tough league games away from home in January and stuff like that. You know, they'll have a free game or they might play a league game then or whatever. I just think they can concentrate in the league now. And I get the big point about if they won that cup, that's them um, got something on the table for Gerard. But I don't think that's that big a deal. If they win the Bet Cup, Fred Cup, and he doesn't win it else this season, nobody's going to think that's a successful season because he's won the Bet Fred but Cup. But that wasn't a choice, Jimmy. Nothing. It's no. That wasn't a choice. That he won in this. The teams are outside the old firm now that they're out, and the bigger teams are. Out. Uh-huh. You know, it's great for the real teams, but honestly, I don't think it's a big deal. Well, uh, my opinion, I think Stephen Gerrard and the Rangers players would have thought it was a big deal 
I think it's easy coming on and saying that now that Rangers are out. It's not a big deal, and if he had to win that, and it, you know, that wasn't a choice. Rangers must have thought that this was a chance to go all the way, and it's the first and what could be, you know, many trophies. Who knows for Steven Gerrard? But the whole point is, Steven Gerrard on his time here, as much as he's progressed Rangers in Europe and domestically, he still does not have silverware. And if Jimmy is there and saying it's a Mickey Mouse Cup and it's it's not the most important, well, surely they should be able to win that if it's the easiest cup. It is the easiest cup to win. But again, it's proved that when it came to it, they've not done the business. So I think it's pretty easy coming on and saying, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. I think to these players and that management team, this, waking up this morning, it would matter. I, th- I think looking at the Rangers manager's interview after a game tells me that it did matter to him. Because he wants to win every game. He wants to win. He wants to win trophies whether it's a Mickey Mouse Cup or not. Of course he does. Every manager wants to win trophies. Everybody wants a trophy beside his name. Um, that's seven now and he's not won. As much as... I knew that Rangers, a lot of Rangers supporters were going to come with the same attitude. Once they're out, it's a case of, ah, well, doesn't really matter. It's a Mickey Mouse Cup. It was part of a treble. And Rangers, you've got to give them credit. We're looking absolutely brilliant. Uh, unbeaten run as well. Uh, gone. Um, defensive record was looking great and they lost three goals. Only other team, I think, has been Fika. scored three against them. So there was a lot of negatives there last night. I'm not, I, I've never mentioned panic. Somebody mentioned it. A caller mentioned it. I don't think it's a panic. I think it's what I keep saying. I think Rangers have missed a great trick, a great opportunity and nobody will convince me that the Rangers players don't feel that today. The management and the staff as well. Jimmy, are you confident that come Saturday Rangers will be back to showing the form that they were showing earlier in the season? Very confident. I think, you know, it's a kind of game where a guy for Bishop Briggs was spawning. He said it had to happen sometime. And I think it could be the wee joke they need. Maybe Jerry keeps saying that, you know, we're not taking anything for granted. But every maybe they have some of the players. Maybe it's kept in a wee bit, and they've needed something like that. And and I totally agree with what you are saying about the treble, and and they'll be hurting and everything. I just think in the bigger picture that um, the Betfred Cup it, come the end of the season, if it was part of the treble, that would have been great. But if he was only to win the Betfred Cup, it'd be a failure. So it's not a, the league's a massive thing, and you, and I think Rangers will come back on Saturday because of what's happened. And I think he'll probably. Like that, he'll tinker less with the team maybe in future. Um, I think Gerard. Jimmy, Jimmy, can, can I ask you a question? Tell me why it's taken to the night for you to come on and talk about the Rangers manager tinkering with the team when he makes five and six changes nearly every game. Because no, why? Because they, because they win, they were winning games. And all of a sudden, because men beat them last night, you've come on here and said, well, he tinkered with the, the team, he shouldn't have, you know, Bassey. And play. Bassey's been playing terrific, deserved his opportunity, he gave away the penalty last night, that's why people are jumping in the, ba- the Bassey bandwagon, right? Eating up top was terrific last Thursday, but I don't get this... Oh, Steven Gerrard tinkered with the team. He's been using his squad. He's been getting pats in the back of the rotation. How it's working. He even had the young boys, as Mark touched on there, Patterson in last week. They're still winning games. All of a sudden, they lose last night, and it's, well, the Betfred Cup's not really what we're interested in. They're tinkering with the team. Maybe that's a shot we had to lose sometime. How, how did you have to lose sometime? Celtic went through a full season without losing a game. How did you have to lose a game? 
Well, that's true. That's, that's a player speech. Had to lose a game. They didn't have to lose a game, but see if that but, was. But you um, said we had to lose a game sometime. If that was standard delays last night, he's not going to be playing um, basically left back. If that's against Celtic or whatever, I think I agree with you. He thought he had enough to go there, but if Rangers put their strongest team out there, they won that game last night. But that team were good enough to win the game as well. I agree with that. But I think that competition tells you that he can put players like in because that competition is not as important as what you are making it. And Rangers are still really strong, and they're winning Saturday. And the league's the league's there. Mark, surely winning. The Betfred Cup though Would be a massive boost To the Rangers season well, Of course it is Like I said earlier on the show Rangers have not won a trophy Since 2011 Was that right? Was it the the League Cup yeah, Back yeah. then as well? Mm-hmm. So of course it matters It's the first trophy I know the Scottish Cup final Has been played But it's the first trophy Of this season You want to tick that off If you've started The way Rangers have If you're Steven Gerrard You've been here Well into your third season now you need some silverware We've chatted about it In years gone by That you need some Some silverware in the cabinet To show your progress it, It's not enough Having winning games And going on big runs And then have nothing To show for it The Betfred Cup As small as it may be To some fans It's huge to players And teams And that's why I, I'll touch on it again You have to give huge credit To Celtic For the years That they've dominated In this competition Because They didn't think Oh we can afford to lose a game Or they didn't think Oh we have to lose sometimes They just went and done their business Time and time again And I'm afraid Rangers When it gets to this stage They've, they've shown again see That the they argument, don't get the job see done See the argument in this right About the team he's put out And I, and this is why I totally disagreed with Alex About Stephen Gerrard Disrespecting St Man. Jimmy's saying Well if we were playing such and such tomorrow We'd play our strongest team You look at 80 of them 80 of them Last night would be in that strongest team that Jimmy's talking about. You're you're maybe talking three Bassett left back, Eaton up front. Now it was a choice between him and Defoe because Morales was suspended and Zingo, that who I think's a good player, right? So eight of these guys uh, would a start in the strongest team tomorrow. So I don't buy into that excuse and I don't buy into the uh, disrespecting St. Martin. I thought Stephen Gerrard took the, that cup very serious last night. I was just down to the credit of St Man. And I don't think Stephen Gerrard would have looked at it as weakening his team at all because you look at it regularly, he's making five changes almost on a game-to-game basis. You see it going from uh, weekend to midweek that a lot of the time there is five changes from yeah. Stephen Gerrard and, and the performances weren't changing. This, And this one occasion, anyway, that's when it has affected them. Yeah, uh, Daz is right. Daz touching it. I mean, Stephen Gerrard and his full squad have rightly been getting pats in the back for doing it because it's very rarely do you see it. A full squad rotating Five changes week after week And performing the same way The team performing the same way Last night was no different Apart from the performance Rotated These players You can even say Some have been out for Four and five weeks Without football They've all had regular football At some stage It just didn't work On the night And that's the difference Daz is right Huge credit to St Mirren For the part that they played In stopping this Rangers team Because up until now they did look unstoppable But St Mirren found a way And credit to them for that Does this Change Stephen Gerrard's attitude at all Do you think To his rotation The result last night Or do Not you think They'll just continue With what he was doing I think he'll continue What he's doing um, He'll be disappointed um, As he came out Last night and says Look this one's in me Because Of what the players Have given him uh, He has rotated And up until last night It's worked perfectly well And it's been such a success 
He believes in a squad And we keep saying that Rangers' success this year Has been built on a team You know, it's not individuals It's Morelis used to score all the goals But he's now uh, um, used as a team player So he's built this team uh, squad And he uses them in different games and whatever And it works for them So I don't think he'll panic all of a sudden say I've got to play my strongest 11 Because he's got a squad there full of internationals on the bench Mark's right, he gives them game time They're all up to speed Unfortunately for Rangers last night It was St Mirren's night And congratulations to them I thought they deserved it Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time. Your chance to take on either Gordon DL or Mark Wilson and beat the pundit. Pit your wits against them for a chance to win a signed ball, but most importantly, to get the bragging rights as well. All you need to do is give us a call on 01419511025. Make sure you do that before 7 pm and you could be up next. Tackle the headlines. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Andrew McLean, in the second hour of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We've got through plenty so far dissecting St Mirren's 3 2 win against Rangers last night. Of course, St Mirren through to the semi finals of the Betfred Cup. Rangers knocked out. We'll look ahead to the Scottish Cup final as well. So plenty to get into, but. What I wanted to discuss first of all I thought we were having a nice sort of heartfelt conversation there During the break The guys talking about You know whether they might might like to give blood I thought that was, that was really good of you <laughs> Until Gordon DL pipes up and says Oh only if you get paid for it I did not say that That's ridiculous Andrew, I, I bought you I said let's do that Daz Let's give blood It's a great cause Gordon Duncan did it And he said Do you get paid for it? He thinks his blood's that special The Dazzer's bag Imagine <laughs> <laughs> somebody getting your blood pumped into him No, I, d- I, no, I asked the question <laughs> What happens when you get a Tonics tea cake? That's what I asked Ah, right, okay We'll let you away with that right, hey, here we Get go. the mics back on <laughs> 0141951025 But first, it's time for this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time, your chance to take on Gordon DL or Mark Wilson for a chance to win a signed ball and the bragging rights as well. Of course, tonight it's Vic who's up. Vic is a Rangers fan from Mary Hill. Vic, how are you? Hi, good, mate. Good, good. Good stuff. Have you ever played before? Uh, no, before, but listen, listen to the show. Oh, how are you doing, Vic? Oh, right, getting by. How's the hip? Oh, the hip's good. Well, listen, we were having a wee chat just off the air there saying... Just Vic... know each other. No, no, no. <laughs> Vic's all very one. familiar, this, Vic, isn't it? Vic's a very unusual name. We're trying to think of Vic's. Who were you named after? Because I can only think of one Vic. Vic Davison that played with Celtic. My name is my dad. All right. <laughs> what was his name? Vic. Vic. <laughs> 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 oh, what a conversation that was! Just Vic, leave it right, There we go. The chemistry don't is just through the roof here. Think about it. Vic's a very unusual name, apart from Vic Senior and Vic Junior. Right, there we go. Vic, who would you rather play against? You, your good pal Gordon DL or Mark Wilson? Uh, are we going against Mark Wilson? Right, right okay. Vic. Bring on Vic. Heads for Mark Wilson, tails for Gordon DL. And it's tails. You're up against Gordon. Oh, DL. that'll be some chat. You oh, know, again. Right. I'll be mesmerising. Right, we'll get rid of Gordon DL. We'll fix him Clyde two in his ear. All good. Right, he's giving me the thumbs up. You have uh, thirty seconds on the clock to get as many right as you can. Remember, you can pass as well. You good to go? Hi, good. 
Before St Mirren Who were the last Scottish team To beat Rangers Perhaps In what year Did Andy Considine Make his Aberdeen debut 2007 Who were the last side Outside the old firm To win the League Cup um, <coughs> St Mirren Who joined Celtic From Dundee United In February 2015 Gary McKay Stephen Who sang Merry Christmas Everyone Oh no and that is time up I'll tell you what I have no idea Why there was a Christmas Related question in there Gordon Diel Can you hear me? Yeah, Whose question was that? I'll blame that on uh, Producer Chris Because That uh, should be in the 5k minute right, We won't one. give anything away Because Gordon Diel can hear us now But uh, I, I'm not quite <laughs> Not quite sure Why that question Has managed to, <laughs> to Sneak good. itself into And to beat the pundit But here we go Gordon are you ready? Go 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 Before St Mirren Who were the last Scottish team To beat Rangers? Motherwell In what year did Andy Considine make his pro Aberdeen debut? Oh, 2010 Who were the last side outside the old firm to win the League Cup? Uh, last side would be St Johnson uh, Who joined Celtic from Dundee United in February 2015? Joined Celtic from Dunfermline Dundee United in February 2015 Pass Who sang Merry Christmas everyone? Slade Wow I'll tell you what In terms of How beat the pundits go That was That was a low Low scoring game That was the question I was talking about I have no idea why Producer Chris has Decided to throw some Music trivia in there Uh, No Oh I know why he's in there uh Of course I I do know So we'll we'll go through them How do you think you got on Vic? (laughs) I don't feel good Right, well, I don't think I've done very well either No I don't think you did either So uh, question number one Before St Mirren Who were the last Scottish team to beat Rangers Neither of you got it It was Hamilton That 1-0 game at Ibrox ah, back in March In what that. year did Andy Considine make his Aberdeen debut Gordon you are miles off was 2010 it? you said Aye 2004 No <laughs> 2004 Vic didn't get it either though So that is still 0-0 I'll tell you what I went to question three Who were the last side outside the old firm to win the League Cup? Do you know this Mark? Kelly Ross County Ross, aye, Ross County so did, nil, nil. Oh, yeah. question Who joined Celtic From Dundee United In February no 2015 idea. Daz didn't even Understand who the team was He said Dunfermline Did you know aye. I thought you said Dunfermline <laughs> No Dundee United Gordon Duncan But Vic went for Gary Mackay Stephen 1-0 Vic No I'm going to beat Go on Vic Final question Who sang Merry Christmas Everyone <laughs> Now You'll have seen The video Not Hugh Keevans Singing oh, Shaking it. Stevens what? Shaking Stevens I would have accepted Shaking Kevens as well But Shaking yeah, Stevens yeah, yeah. Was the answer rebooted this year Neither of you got it So it finished One Nil <laughs> 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 uh, An extremely low oh, Scoring <laughs> Affair Started so well With that conversation You and Vic had And I went down uh, for the Well other. done Vic I mean if I told you That you would have got one right I'm not sure you would have had much hope But congratulations (laughs) Well done Vic There we go We'll get you (laughs) There we go Thank you to Vic We'll get your details And send you that signed ball That was That was an atrocious display From Gordon DL A zero A zero I couldn't understand I mean uh, Going back over the years Andrew I mean years before my time Uh Four I mean, <laughs> ah, very good. people who get a zero get mocked. Uh, I've never seen a zero in person on the show. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take that with Vic tonight. I'm quite happy with that. <laughs>
Right there we go One nil right. the score And beat the punt Let's hope tomorrow night's a bit better That was I thought the question was shocked. <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair I'll give you that The questions uh, Just get a text for Craig Brady Saying welcome to the Zero Club Dad <laughs> 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 to be fair, Craig's, Craig's never heard the end of it since his so Exactly, he got ribbed for it I mean, he's only played twice in his career That's I it, play just... every second night We should do it, we should have something for the Zero Club The Masters have the green jacket We should get something for the Zero Club just to... I thought the questions were woeful they, tonight They were quite tough, I'll give you that They were quite tough <laughs> Roger <laughs> well, Roger's game as well <laughs> 01419511025 is the number you need to get in touch plenty to get through tonight of course Rangers fans and Mirren fans we still want to hear your thoughts on the game last night Celtic fans Hearts fans we're just days away from the Scottish Cup final and we want to hear from you as well we'll go straight back to the phones Patrick is a Celtic fan in Newton Mearns Patrick how are you feeling about the Cup final? Well uh, I I mean, this uh, quadruple treble, I mean, I think it means everything to uh, every Celtic sport. Um, as far as I can gather, it's uh, the, the possibility of a, a world record. And, uh, you know, I mean, we can't take anything for granted. Hearts will be, well, they'll be up for it, all right. And, uh, you know, uh, well, let the best team win. Are you happy with what you've seen from Celtic in the last couple of games that, that you've got a bit of confidence going into this game or are you still a wee bit wary? The, the, the last couple of games will not uh, will not overshadow what's uh, what, what's went on in the in the first part of the season however the, 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 there's a lot to be thankful for in the last couple of games um, the, the, there seems to be a you know, a new sense of um, I don't know, vibrancy, um, uh, you know, quickness about the play, and um, e- even in the second half of the performance at, uh, at, at the weekend, we, um, you know, we, we exercised the wings uh, a lot better, got some good crosses in, and with the likes of uh, Mikey Johnson being introduced. Um, and uh, I don't know even higher right back Uh, there there just seems to be a new dynamic Patrick there's a big there's a big talking points about the team lineup. where's your where's your thoughts on what the team should be on Sunday should uh, Scott Browns of this world be brought back or would you stick with the the guys that won the last two games I trust Neil, Neil Lennon He's no plan. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's he's, uh, he's he's injured. He's uh, Neil Francis Lennon. He's he's you know he he realizes what's at stake. He's got to measure up what's went uh, you know in the past and and what's here for the future. And, I, I uh, think I think Patrick, I I get the Celtic fans who want to see. The, the young fresh legs that have been in the past couple of games because you're right it has looked much livelier much slicker I've got a feeling that we'll see Turnbull play I've got a feeling Brown will play instead of Sorrow I think um, the will Christie play in your opinion? Where do you put him in? Do I think Turnbull 
Because they've been Possibly, playing well, they've been playing with four at the back and pushing Frimpong on one. So does it maybe desire start at right back and, and Christie potentially plays in that well, sort of right attacking role? The the thing is, if you do that, if you play Christie in there, who I think has been one of Celtic's better players, funny enough, but you haven't really got a ball carrier, have you? You've got a centre half at right back who. It's hardly going to overlap and get to the byline. To be fair, I thought, he, I, thought he, I thought he played that role very well in the second half. He, he, he has been getting forward from right back. We've yeah. seen but Christopher Ayer from I a think good few step overs as well yeah, on the side of the ball. I think if you put Christy there instead of a Frimpong uh, in that three, mm-hmm. then you restrict it. It's all about the same. You've got El Yanusi coming in off one side, you've got, you'll have Christy coming in off the other. You've got nobody that you can give the ball to to get at the heart's left back. So I think Frimpong will play I think Turnbull deserves his chance But the big one for me is Brown or Soro Now Soro I think has impressed the last two games He's young, he's hungry, he looks fresh I just think Scott Brown we missing those two games Having a full week, a normal week of training Will come back into that side on Sunday Patrick who starts in goal for you on Sunday Because obviously Connor Hazard has come in He's had a couple of chances Barkas has been in and out the team There's Scott Bain Who hasn't even been on the bench The last couple of games Who would you want to see in goal? I think Hazard uh, has, has shown The kind of confidence That uh, most Celtic fans want to see Between the between the posts You know And uh, all right, You could argue That he's not really been uh, tested But Anything that he has been tested with, anything that's been put in front of him, he's dealt with uh, comfortably and, uh, and and confidently, and and, and that gives uh, that that gives not just the back four, that gives the rest of the team the kind of uh, confidence uh, that 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 they need uh, to uh, to go about their own jobs without looking what's behind them, and um, and whoever takes. The six. I mean, I, I, I don't think uh, I don't think Hearts are going to pose uh, too much of a problem in attack, uh, other than the other than the breakaways that, that they hope. Well, Patrick, we, uh, I'm sure yeah. Celtic fans thought that against Ross County and St. Johnson at home, in, in fairness to Hearts. Yes, but it's a different back four. Uh, you, you know, you've got. Uh, an ire that that uh, is put it right back that that reminded me of uh, Tommy Gemmell, <laughs> you know, uh, albeit on a different flank, but um, you know he he's grown in confidence in that position, and um, you know with Shane Duffy came back in, he's got a goal to his name and the, the threat that he uh, poses whenever there's a, a set piece for Celtic. Uh, you know, Hearts will be uh, very conscious of that fact. So, not... um, oh. sorry, sorry, Patrick. I was just going to say, Gordon, I are being compared to Tommy Gemmell There, are you having that? Mm, no, I'm not having that. <laughs> not at all. Um, but I think Ayer can easily fit into that right back role. I think he, he's quite enjoy. He's enjoying it. I think he goes forward. He's terrific pace. He gets moving. He's a good ball carrier He can give them the width um, I think it will be a back four But the big question mark is Will he go with the, the captain? You can understand if he does But me personally I wouldn't I would stick to the guys That have got You know In the last two games Taking a bit of pressure A bit of heat I know that 
Neil talks about loyalty, but these guys have come in and really helped him out, and I think they've 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 proved that they can play at that level, no problem. Turnbull's a stick on. It's obviously Mark's decision there. Sorrow or or Brown? I think the big uh, Brown or Sorrow. Like the, that'll be debated, but you're right when you mention the goalkeeper. Big one for me is the goalkeeper. Now Hazard's came in. He's managed to keep keep a clean sheet, but see, be honest, we've I've not seen him tested. I think Hearts will pose a threat going forward. I do think they have players who are capable of putting the Celtic back for under pressure. And I think you've got three goalkeepers at Celtic that Neil Lennon's probably would you looking trust at. Barkas, because I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust Barkas. But then you've got Hazard, who's played two games for Celtic in his career. It's and not, then straight into a cup choice, final. It? Yeah, it's not an easy choice. It's a big decision for Neil Lennon. Um, he clearly doesn't know. He's number one himself Or else He'd be standing in goal Week after week He's talking and changing And Hazard has come into The team at this time Where they've got two victories And it just so happens The next game's a cup final Does Neil Lennon say We'll keep this run going Or does he say No The occasion Is too big For a young goalkeeper to come in It's a tough decision to make Full time teaser with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Well, thank you to Patrick in Newton Mearns. Every Thursday on the full time teaser, we are giving you the chance to win a football survival pack for watching the games at home with our mates at Thompson's personal injury solicitors. You've got the chance to win a brand new beer fridge, a case of beer to go in it. Pies, courtesy of piesports.com and Bovro 2. All you need to do is correctly answer tonight's full time teaser. Send us one tweet with all the correct answers before 7.45 tonight. You need to be over 18 And full terms and conditions are at Clyde1.com We're doing this every Thursday On the full time teaser Thanks to Thompson's personal injury solicitors I'll give you the question after these Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here with me on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard 01419511025 if you want to give us a call but first it's time for this Full time teaser with Thompson's personal injury solicitors more than a million paid in compensation every week well, every Thursday on the full-time teaser, we're giving you the chance to win a football survival pack for watching the games at home. Thanks to our mates at Thompson Personal Injury Solicitors. Chance to win a good few prizes, a beer fridge, beer to go in it, pies, courtesy of piesports.com and Bovril 2. All you need to do is correctly answer tonight's full-time teaser. Send us one tweet, all the correct answers in it before 7.45 tonight. You need to be over 18 and full terms and conditions are at Clyde1.com. We're doing this every Thursday night on the full-time teaser. Thanks to Thompson's personal injury solicitors so here is the question tonight to see if uh, I think it's quite a tough one I think it's quite a tough one we'll see how you guys get on I've, I've got confidence in the guys at home but mm, we'll see about you guys in the studio we've got since, 20, since the 2013 Scottish Cup final there are seven players who have scored for the winning side but have never got an international cap during their career so since 2013 uh, there are seven players who have scored for the winning side but have never got an international cap during their career. A couple of examples just before 2013 there's the likes of uh, Lorenzo Amoruso scored in the 2003 Scottish Cup final. Rangers won, never capped for Italy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Danny Granger scored for Hearts in the 5-1 win over Hibs in 2012. Never capped. Uh, Stephen Anderson. Stephen Anderson, good shout. 
That was, that no, was part of that. No, oh, Stephen no, McLean. No. Stephen McLean. Oh, a couple start. of good shouts. That right. is a very good start. Zero boy. Give us an answer. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get one correct answer out of Gordon DL tonight. Uh, right. That's all we want. I just couldn't understand you. I prefer Gordon Duncan anymore. <laughs> <laughs> get him back. Listen to the sponsors Old Thompson's Personal injury solicitors Got one of them uh, Who scored for Inverness then? Uh, well, you tell me the... uh, No Vincent The other one um, Oh Oh uh, What do you call him? Oh uh, uh, no Vincent Scott James Vincent No he he scored yeah. what? Oh, James Vincent. James Vincent. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to confirm your answer there, oh, but there right. we go. James Vincent. So there we go. You've got three, four to get. Uh, I think that's uh, I think that's good enough. So there we go. We'll leave it there. I'll leave you to to think about that. I've got another one. Oh, have you? I get it. Oh wait. I'll go for it. I'll take one more. And Cham. Olivia and Cham. There we go. That's it. <sighs> I'll uh, I'll take those four, and we've got. Some to go left So make sure you do that at home as well Send us a tweet before 7.45 With all seven correct <laughs> answers 01419511025 on the phones as well uh, Jim is a Rangers fan in Aberfoyle Jim, what did you make of the game last night? <clears throat> I just thought Totally under par And didn't deserve to win At the end of the day <clears throat> Disappointing But a lot of people on social media Were putting it down to Morelis not been available. I think that was rubbish. I think you could you could actually say Jordan Jones is at fault for not being available. <clears throat> I think you should be getting a game to get him his value up a bit and get shipped out. I mean that that's a first I've heard of, of someone blaming a Rangers well, performance uh, on, on Jordan uh, Jones I mean Rain, Jordan Jones has only really had one performance of note this season Mark hasn't he that game away to Motherwell at Fir Park where he came in was a surprise starter really for them yeah. scored looked decent in that game but never really kicked on after that and then of course we all know what happened with yeah. him and George Edmondson but this is what ha- Andrew this is, this is what happens though when when a team loses we've seen it the other side of the city when Celtic have dropped points and been on this bad run Everybody starts getting it And everything's been rosy for Rangers so far That everybody's in the good books You know, even when Jones and Edmondson um, Had their breach of the rules Yes, they got the stick, they got the flak But wasn't really a big talking point You know, now that Rangers have been beaten You start trying to pick holes You know, someone was on having a go Steven Gerrard won't tinker the team as much He's tinkering it too much now we're here not It's Jordan Jones He should get some of the blame It's just what happens It's the nature of losing Fans will look for anybody why to blame should, Why should Jordan Jones get the blame last night? Jim? Jim, why it's should not, it's, not, it's Stephen Gerrard I don't think Jones is going to get another game for Rangers Right, what's that got to do with last night uh, quarter final? Because had he not went to that party He would, have, he would possibly have got more of a chance can you get a game? So you Probably. think if Jordan Jones was playing last night, Rangers would be in the semi-final today? I would think so. Um, I can't agree with that, Jim. I'm sorry. I think, I think Rangers had enough on the pitch last night to to win the game. Um, you heard the St. Man manager saying, "Look, we had to get it spot on. Rangers had to be off a little bit. That's what happened." And the underdogs come through in the end. And sometimes you've just got to hold your hand up and say, "Look, we never got it." Uh, we weren't on it last night We went 2-2 We should have really put the foot to the floor Went on and won that But St Mirren showed great character I don't think you can look the next day and think Well, if Jordan Jones hadn't done that Jordan Jones 
I, I, I just don't understand where that's come from, Jim. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Jordan Jones would have made any difference to Rangers last night. He probably wouldn't even get a game. Jim, what else do you think Stephen Gerrard will have learned from that defeat last night? Well, you just think back to last season against Hearts. We were absolutely dreadful against Hearts twice last season. Jim, this is a team. This is a team that lost their first game last night. This is a team that's <clears throat> been successful in Europe. This is a team that's thirteen points and uh, top of the, the league just now in front of Celtic. Um, I don't think you can look at Rangers in the same vein as last year uh, when they went to Hart. They're a completely different outfit, uh, mindset, the way the players are playing, um, the squad that they've got. So I don't, you know, you're looking past there. At, well, it happened against Hearts. Jordan Jones could have been playing. I think that you've just got to accept last night that St Mirren got what they deserved out of the game and Rangers need to put it behind them now and concentrate on a very difficult game on Saturday against Motherwell without the excuses of that. Rangers are in a completely different place for when they went to Tynecastle and got put out of the Cup of Hearts. Mark, was it just a case of there was too many Rangers players just not playing at their top level last night? Yeah, uh, Um Jim Goodwin even uh, mentioned it earlier on that it Going into the game That they thought They needed some, uh, Rangers To play under par And then to play uh, You know Up to their best standard And that's Look that's Nothing Away from the norm When I played for Dundee United All the years ago Against Celtic and Rangers That's what you looked for Rangers have got better players There's no doubt about it Everybody knows that But you need them To have an off day And you need Your tactics To be spot on And your players To carry out your instructions To the T St Mirren did that Rangers were below par and St Mirren got what they deserved And huge credit to them We'd keep mentioning it For keep going When it went 2-2 The way Rangers have come back And things have went for them In recent months It did look like They'd got out of jail And they would go on and win that But St Mirren Mentally strong I think Jim even alluded to that earlier With the whole Covid breach And things not going their way Suspensions Brought that small squad together Even more And I thought that was evident Getting into the closing stages Of the game last night well, thank you to Jim in Aberfoyle, 01419511025. If you want to get involved, let's hear more from Stephen Gerrard, shall we? He says that the Rangers players were hurting following last night's defeat, and he says any blame for the loss should be directed towards him. I think you know what the dressing room would have been like. The players obviously feeling, feeling it. It'll sting for a bit. It's not the result we wanted. We've missed a big opportunity to progress in the competition. But the reality is, over the course of the 90 minutes, we, we, we haven't been good enough as a group. Uh, credit to St Mirren. They've scored three goals. Obviously, that's not good enough from our point of view. But I'm responsible for that because I make all the decisions. So uh, I'll take this one. I, I picked the squad yesterday in terms of the 20 bodies that came with us. I picked the 11. I picked the shape, the tactics, the personnel, the changes that went on, uh, the subtle changes that we've done. To the formation So um, if, if people want to hand the criticism out Start with me So Stephen Gerrard They are saying to Pin the blame On him Gordon Is that Is that Just a tactic there When things have been going so well For Rangers He doesn't want to come out And have a go at the players publicly Which You know maybe in the past He, he has been accused of, mm-hmm. of Doing at times But when they have been on such a good run And there is one bad result Is it important That the manager just shoulders the blame um, yeah, I think he's just taking a bit of pressure off his players. Um, he knows what the players have given him. He knows that the players will be disappointed. He'll be disappointed. Of course, he will be. But I think it's good management just coming out there and saying, "Look, these guys have been absolutely terrific." And you can't argue with that. 
uh, the results have shown that and he's just thought to himself right I'm just going to shoulder the blame here I'll take everything and I'll give the players an easy ride now if Rangers were going through a period of you know like Celtic now, I'm sure Steven Gerrard would have come out and had a, a real go to his players you know, and said, look, this isn't good enough. But he appreciates what the players in the squad have given him from the start of the season. And he's just trying to keep everything ticking over. They'll go over a disappointment in that and they'll prepare for a big game on Saturday. When we've seen Steven Gerrard talking after games, when it's been big wins, the, the big thing he, he keeps on saying is, we're going to stay humble. And do you think the fact that he, he's making sure that the players don't get too high, they don't get too low, could that help them? In this situation That if they're not letting Their emotions get the better of them That they're in a place Where it might be easier to Recover if they're going from Such a big high To, to sort of what would have been A devastating uh, low if, if Of course I think Daz is right uh, with, with what Gerrard's Come out and said there I think he realises yet What his teams did for him the, the effort the players Have put in since the start of the season The incredible performances Individually some of them have, have put in Um and they just had an off night I think he was right to come out And take the pressure himself um, And it will help them he, he can't come out and, and slaughter his players After what was it 27 games or something like that mm-hmm. You can't come out and have a go at them uh, Really so He's he's done the right thing there And if I, I mean You go the other side of the city If Neil Lennon came out and says This one was on me With a run they were going through last week There would have been double the amount of fans Outside Celtic Park saying Well he's admitted that he's got to be sacked but when you've been on a run like Steven Gerrard has domestically and in Europe, you can afford to say something like that and the players won't take too much damage from that. 01419511025. Neil is a St Mirren fan up next. Neil, what did you make of your side's performance yesterday? Absolutely amazing. So good. Like Obviously since we won the cup the last time, it's just been duns, but uh, this has been absolutely amazing. You've I don't think... Oh, oh sorry. No, it's just, it's just. I don't think I've had a better day in my life. Obviously, they scored, made it two each. I thought that was it. It's done. But oh, unbelievable! Great fight for the boys. Uh, it's just amazing. I can't believe it. The way things are going with St Mirren at the moment, obviously that's ten unbeaten now. And I suppose with Jim Goodwin in charge, you've got that. You know those memories of the of the League Cup final when he was a player and lifted the trophy as a player. Does it feel as if there's maybe something really building here this season? Aye, it does, aye I mean, the boys would have got up front as well Especially on the wings uh, He's been there as a player He's done it He knows exactly how to get this out of the line uh, And with the two big teams out as well it, it seems like it's all coming together And uh, we can do it Obviously it helps when the Rangers manager Maybe doesn't see us as a threat And uses his squad a bit But I know what the boys are saying That they should have been good enough But I just feel that and maybe if they played their better players, we wouldn't have been as lucky. We wouldn't have got the the win, you know. But I really think Jim Goodwin, he's he's a good manager. I think he's a good manager. I think I just hope that he doesn't leave us for another club. I think if I know this is just a talking say if Gerard doesn't win a trophy, I think he's out the door. And I think I could see Jim Goodwin maybe being offered that job. But I think he's nah. I think he's Neil, Neil. Take a Sorry. deep, take a deep breath. Seriously, take a deep breath. You, you are only in the semi-final of the cup, mate. You are still fighting relegation. Calm yourself down. You've now got poor Jim Goodwin, the Rangers manager, and Stephen Gerrard out the door. These guys, these guys went twenty-seven games undefeated in European. <laughs> <Get Gerard. laughs> yeah, you know, Neil. Seriously, a deep breath. 
Congratulations on last night And I'm, I'm fed up hearing people I saying uh, Are you hurting? Who's and hurting? You can't let me have my moment Who's hurting? You? I'm only hurting because I got a zero at, uh, Be the pundit, Neil Let me tell you, I'm not hurting because Rangers He's get raging, Neil car. He's raging, Neil I'm <laughs> <laughs> letting you have your moment But have it, I, know, I appreciate that I think he's, he's probably destined for bigger things than Rangers I could see him Maybe go to Serie A The football he's playing Maybe move on to a bigger club Who um, is Barca, this? Real Jim Goodwin, Goodwin. <laughs> uh, uh, you're, you're having a moment Neil I'll join him At a uh, quiz yeah. <laughs> At the burnabout <laughs> on, you're on bingo play, uh, Neil do yourself a favour Pull out the plug in Playstation mate You have that Jim Goodwin <laughs> Barcelona Real Madrid manager If there's a role for me Daz <laughs> Aye on, Jim for Barca I'm loving Neil <laughs> Neil, with the way things are going at the moment, <laughs> ten games unbeaten. You look at, uh, you know, the, the win last night. Is that is that an extra boost that you feel that St Mirren really could push their way up the league table now? Oh, Europe for certainly. He's looking for the Champions League spot. Neil's got them in for a treble. It's the Champions League. I think Europe. We're so. going to win the treble. <laughs> Neil, you're still get by Livingston. Give us a shout when you get to the final. Hopefully, oh. you will. I, honestly, the way I, I could see at least four. Four what? Four, four by Livingston. Four by yeah. Livingston. On no the chance. Way, on, on, on the way to Europe. On the way to the European Cup and all that. Yeah. So do you know how we can do it? No, do you know, no believe in St Mum? I, I, listen, I think they've got every chance. And because of the route they've went down, I like the way Jim, after the game last night, <clears throat> said, look, there's no point coming this far and not going and winning it. He was very positive, and I like that because they had to put out Aberdeen. They had to go against Rangers last night and nobody really gave them much of a chance and they achieved that. So I'm sure Jim's a, Jim is a winner. He does believe in himself. He does believe in his players. He was only he was only one in the players last night that believed that they were going to upset Rangers. Let's be honest about it. But I've got, I think St Mirren's got every opportunity now to go in and lift the cup. That Irish connection really seems to be paying off as well with Jim Goodwin. You look at the guys he's brought in, Jason McGrath, who scored a couple last night. You've got Conor McCarthy, who scored the other, who's looked really solid at centre-back. Dylan Connolly caused all sorts of chaos yeah. down that right-hand side as well. Seems to be paying off for Jim Goodwin. Uh, used his recruitment well. He, he touched on that when he was on the phone earlier on, how he really you know, he pinpointed a certain character that he wanted to bring in. Big characters in the dressing room, people who could handle pressure and handle the occasions. Uh, and he's looked into He's tapped into the Irish market Boys he would know Or boys he would know Contacts of And he's used them well Boy McGrath is, is What a find he is I mean he's scored some important goals In the weeks gone by But none more so than last night It's a young team as well That mm. he's got out there Jim Goodwin And certainly that midfield Who you know Ethan Erehon You look at him Jason McGrath Who's quite young as well You've got uh, You know A few players in there Who still have Still have a lot of improving to do as well. well of course, there's good energy about it, um, Andrew, and I just think there's good character because they certainly showed that last night. Because a lot of teams would have buckled. See the minute Stephen Davis puts that ball in the back in it, two-two. The amount of teams that go, we've had their chance, we've lost it now. All credit to them. They're up the par. They went for the winner. They got the rewards. And they enjoyed their night But they've got to concentrate In a league game Against St Johnston As Jim Goodwin said And then kick on And they've got A great opportunity To get to a final But Livingston Who are really Bang on form Like St Mern just now Will be a difficult Difficult game Well thank you to Neil in Tory Glen Who is uh, <laughs> Jim Tipping Goodwin Jim Goodwin, Goodwin For <laughs> Barcelona Real Madrid <laughs>
<laughs> right, oh, we'll, t- we'll take uh, we'll take a couple more answers on the full time teaser. Remember at home to send the answers to this one all in one tweet, and you could win uh, the survival, the football survival kit. The question is: Since 2013 Scottish Cup final, there are seven players who have scored for the winning side, but have never got an international cap during their career. So you've got four. Oh, and you've got four. Uh, no, I think you've got four. No, we're we'll going to give you oh, two. Oh, right, okay. Give, give me. Give, okay, give you me. You can't give them all, can you? Oh, I know. Well, I'll get. Do you want one? Give me one. I was, I was there and I witnessed it. And there was a great prediction by Alison Conroy. Hibbs, David Gray against Rangers. David Gray is correct. Two to get. Make sure to join in at home, and we'll be picking a winner after the break. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson here with me Andrew McLean in the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard uh, One game that we haven't talked about so far Livingston against Ross County last night Livingston making their way into the League Cup semi-finals as well Another win for David Martindale It's, it's all going pretty well for Livingston It's going great uh, I think that'll be a very tough semi-final It'll be a good semi-final um, I'm just surprised that they've not really given him the job yet But he seems to have run things there for years Even you know under the previous managers he had a big say The players buy into him He's very much a hands-on type guy Lovely boy, I've, I've got a lot of time for him And he's certainly getting the best out of his players And he's getting results And that last night against Ross County He'll get in believing that like Jim Goodwin at St Mirren like Jack Ross at Hibs and like Calm Davison at St Johnston, believing they can win the League Cup. Yeah, they make themselves really hard to beat Livingston and they seem to have got that spark back as well. Yeah. Um, if there's an addition going for a job, that's the way to do it. Um, and Daz is right, he's been there a long time under a good few managers now, so he knows the club inside out. And it's his big opportunity to step up and sometimes it doesn't quite work, but you can't say that for, for Livingston this time. David Martindale, it's worked in every single game so you'd be very surprised not to see him get the job uh, on a permanent basis and it'll be one that both teams will go into uh, and is it February the hey, the semi-finals are? Yeah I believe so uh, Yeah they'll go into in February and think they'll fancy their chances of both teams those games always turn out to be the, the most entertaining to watch um, you know we're used to seeing our big teams roll up there and you know just ease into a final but when two teams go at it Livy and St Mirren both think they can win Set up for a cracking game Hibs St Johnson The other semi-final Do you think Hibs are the, the favourites at the moment To go all the way Just because of how they've been performing this season Under Jack Ross League position I think would Probably puts Hibs uh, Favourites to win the cup uh, I don't think it'll be as easy as that I I personally If I was picking I'd pick a winner between St Mirren and Livingston uh, I'm ruling out St Johnston Because I think Hibs will probably beat them But I do believe that St Mirren are Livingston This year And if I'm honest, I'd like to see St Mirren doing it because of the, the route. You've gone early with your predictions. It's <laughs> no, in so, March. Uh, so, so much final. can no, change. I can, uh, yeah, I'll probably change by then. Um, <laughs> Four managers w- could have the sack exactly, by then. Uh, well, no, Jim will be at Barcelona. Um, <laughs> what, I'm tr- what I'm trying to say is, I'm not saying they will win it, I'm saying I would like them to win it because of the route that they've had to go, the Aberdeens, the Rangers. Just, you know, they're a club that's down there fighting. They've had problems this season. But we'll wait and see who's in forum leading up to the, the semi-finals. 01419511025 is the number you need. It's the number Simon in Clarkston has phoned. Simon? 
Hi, how are you doing, guys? Good, thanks, Simon. What's your right, point well, tonight? Just a quick couple of points. Um, probably the first one is um, I love Stephen Gerrard, the fact he's came to the club. And every kind of good Rangers fan knows the standard has been phenomenal. That that it's been raised in the club, kind of in the background, on the playing field, and everywhere else, it's been phenomenal. But this season, um, it's been exceptional, as I've said, I've said. But see against St Mirren, that was the, I just I want to make two points. See the game against St Mirren. That was the first game this season where we had to win. Right now. We can we can go to the league and we lose a game in the league, or we lose a a game in the Europa League. We've got games to get back, right? And, and maybe for the result we can we can fix it. But it's going back to the bottle. And as I say, I absolutely love Gerard being there. But it's going back to the bottle of also that was a game we had to win. There was no there was no kind of um, other way. We had to win that, and that was it. And to me, that comes down to a wee bit of bottle of the ball comes in the box or whatever you just you defend 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 and it's been phenomenal watching them um, but that was the first game this season where they had to win and they never produced I think Stephen Gerrard made that point last night Mark when he was saying that's why the defeat will sting a bit more than maybe other games would have because in the Europa League group stages if you lose you've got a chance to claw it back yeah. if you do it in the league you've got a chance to claw it back whereas that's it you're out Simon, spot on. Nervy's point. I, I mean, knockout competitions, knockout games have been uh, Stephen Gerrard's Achilles heel. Like, no mistaking, in the league, outstanding this year. Europa League, outstanding. But when you don't get a second bite of it, this is where Rangers have failed over the years. Go back to Hearts in the Scottish Cup earlier on. You know, you, I know Barry Leverkusen our top team earlier on, but you can trace it all the way back, and they seem to come undone. When there is no second chance And it'll be something he's wanting to eradicate Very very quickly The league they're looking great But of course they'll have the Scottish Cup coming up I think that starts in January or February That they'll want to eradicate it Because these trophies do mean that it, Winning trophies is the end game It's all well and good playing great football And attractive and you say Well it was better than under Kishinia It was better than under Murray and Warburton But you have to have some sign of success and the Betfred Cup, whether you like it or not, I think it's a Mickey Mouse trophy or not, was the first step in that long kind of progression. Uh, and that's why it will sting. There is no second chances. They're out now. They have to concentrate in the league. Uh, and they're in very good shape for that. And Stephen Gerrard will be hoping his team can just eradicate it from their memory for Saturday and just kick on where they left off at Tannadice on Sunday. Simon. 100%. Oh. Can, I, can I just add the other, the other kind of point I was trying to make? I've got a, a good friend of mine who's got a grandson who's nine, right? He's nine years old, so... And uh, he, he's never seen Rangers... Obviously, if he gets to two and three and four, he's come to a big Rangers family. He's never seen Rangers lift a trophy, right? Now, I understand it's only a League Cup, but, but this, wee, this wee grandson of my friend has never actually went to Hamden and seen Rangers lift a cup. Whether it's... The Scottish Cup, the League Cup, whatever it is, it just doesn't matter. This this wee boy, it's obviously went, and he's never actually seen the end, and he's nine years old now. So as much as it, it's the League Cup and all, we're going to win the league and blah, 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 it matters to people more than I think maybe people realise, because th- this wee boy goes to, if I want a better phrase, he goes to a school where he gets a wee bit of ribbon, 
And it was the first time that obviously had a wee chance of going to a school and saying, oh, look, we've won. And then and they never produced. So I think maybe sometimes you need to go, right. I would, I would imagine Steve Davis has went in there and went, this means more to what the football team does. With, as I say, my wee mates, you know, like nine years, as we boys know, seen Rangers win a cup, which is a big, big thing. You know, so I think sometimes it also has to take some, they have to look at that and not just, oh, we're going to win the league. You know, there's young boys for the four, five, six, up to nine, ten. They've never seen Rangers go up and, up and lift a trophy. So there has to come a point where you go, it's all right, we'll win the league. But there has to come a wee bit of respect for people that have, as I say, the younger generation that don't know any better. Yeah, I think I think uh, everyone inside that dressing room involved with Rangers last night would have been absolutely gutted. Uh, they meant a lot to them. They knew that it was a chance to go to Hamden semi-final. Doesn't matter what the cup is. It's still a chance to lift silverware. It's still a chance for players to get medals. Um, so as much as Rangers fans now can say, yeah, OK, we've always got to lose a game. Mickey Mouse Cup, we'll look forward to Saturday. I think that was a blow for Rangers and I think that the Rangers players and management staff would be really disappointed and hurt but it's what they do at the weekend now in the league they've got to go and bounce back against Motherwell Well thank you to Simon in Clarkson that's all on the phones for tonight we've got to finish off this full time teaser though I'll get your answers first and then I'll reveal the winner at home so we've got two more to get I'll read the question out again since the 2013 Scottish Cup final seven players have scored in, uh, have scored for the winning side but have never had an international cap so you've got Stephen Anderson Stephen McLean James Vincent David Gray and Olivier and Cham two more to get last two Odson Edward Odson. he didn't get a full cap did Edward. he? Edward no he's been capped for under 21s but not full caps and final one Gary Hooper Gary Hooper now who got that quickest at home well, well, it's a it's a draw to see who who gets it, and it's uh, congrats to Ross Sargent. Uh, he tweeted it in, and he has been picked as the winner for tonight. So check your messages, and we will get that hamper to you. But that is all for tonight. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back again tomorrow night. Plenty to get through, but stick around because Callum Gallagher is up next. Mm-hmm.